Hey, my friend, welcome to the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author, and I believe that life is too short to be miserable. I learned that lesson a long time ago, and so each week I'll bring you a new episode to help you learn to trust yourself, choose joy, and feel peace. Thank you so much for being here and spending this time with me to work on you. Do me a favor and hit subscribe so I can be in your downloads each and every week. For now, let's get on with the show. Hey guys, so is it just me or does it feel as if the world or at least the US has gone a little batshit crazy? We are still dealing with this global pandemic and now we're adding cities burning and riots to the chaos. It is not a good time in our world right now. And I think what this shows is that we've got to make changes and they need to be made now. It's not okay for us to push this back on the back burner and wait until things get a little bit better. Things are crazy right now and changes need to be made right now. So I think one of the things we turn to in times like these is nationwide or worldwide policies and legislation, and they can address some of what we're facing, but they can't solve the overall problem. No matter what legislation is passed or what government leader takes action and what they do, there is no way for that change to come into your heart and change your heart. That has to be done on an individual level, and it begins with you and it begins with me. Remember that even though we turn to our governmental and political leaders, our religious leaders, different people that we look up to in times like these, it doesn't change the fact that you yourself are and have the ability to be a leader. You take leadership roles when you take action. Every single one of us does. So what is your action? What action are you taking? What, what are you doing? What steps are you taking? What are your words saying? How are you showing up as a leader? Because I promise you, someone's watching. Someone is waiting for you to either validate their thought or give them a new one. I don't know. But you need to understand that you are a leader. And at any moment, what you say or do can dramatically change and have a ripple effect on the way others are impacted. So we've got a lot of chaos and a lot of crisis going on. What can you do on an individual level? Or can you do anything? The answer is yes. So first of all, you're going to want to be the change that you want to see. So how are you showing up for the world? Are you spreading hate and discontent? Are you spreading violence? Are you condoning violence? Are you spreading love and acceptance? How are you showing up? Because we can't just sit here and say that others need to change, that that people need to take action and do different things. You have to do that yourself. And a lot of times that's where we kind of get hung up because we don't recognize that the words we say matter. In fact, even your thoughts matter. And I share a lot about this on a regular basis. The words that you say in your mind and out loud have a direct correlation to how you behave. So be intentional about the words you use and begin to see your mindset shift. If you want to see change in the world, you have to begin with your thoughts and words and your actions will follow. The next thing you can do is be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So with the way that people are reacting to current events, it's easy to get lost in the violence. 
when you focus on the negativity, your energy and the conversations you have are going to match. So you have to intentionally and on purpose, pull yourself out of that hatred. So please remember during this time that not everyone is bad. Not everyone is violent. Not all are resorting to violence. Many, and I dare say most of us, are kind and caring individuals, and we want kindness for all. I don't know the actual numbers, but the majority of the population aren't out there spreading violence. The 1% that you see on the news does not represent the whole. And that is something that is so easy to get lost in because the negativity is spread virally. And all we see is acts of violence and mistreatment and unkindness. And we, because that is in our vision and constantly being thrown up in our face, we start to think that that is what's out there and that's all that's out there. But please remember, the negativity of the press is focused on keeping you riled up. It is their job. They want your attention. Don't give it to them. Their replay of violence masks the millions of acts of kindness that are done every single day by every single group. So be kind, spread the kindness, and let's make those acts go viral. Now, by doing that, I'm not suggesting that you put your head in the sand and pretend that there's no negativity out there. We do need to be aware of what's going on. We do need to learn. We need to expand where we are and expand our mind and understand where people are coming from. There's nothing wrong with that. But just don't get so consumed in the negative acts that we start to assume that every single person we know is out causing mischief or causing pain. There's a lot of goodness. We need to know what's going on. We need to be aware of what others are facing so that we can help in any way that we can, and so that we don't become an additional part of the problem. But that doesn't mean that we need to be all consumed and think that everyone in a certain group or a certain profession or whatever is out there to cause a problem. All right, the next thing you can do is meditate daily. I know that sounds kind of weird, but stick with me for a minute and just listen. So I'm a big supporter of meditation, mainly because I have seen and felt the benefits in my own life. And when I first started my meditation practice, I was hearing a lot of successful people talk about having meditation as part of their practice. And I didn't know all the research behind it. I didn't want to do all the research behind it. I just thought, well, okay, I'll use myself as a guinea pig. I'll see if this meditation thing really has some validity. So I started with um, some downloading some apps and doing like one to three minute meditations every day. And slowly I worked myself up to 15 to 20 minutes, 10 minutes, just depends on the day and how much time I have. But what I felt was incredible. It caused a shift in me personally. I have more calm, more peace, more self-awareness this is me personally. This isn't research. This is what I did to figure this out for myself. So obviously I'm a huge fan of meditation. However, I still hear people say, eh, it's just not my thing. It's too hard. I don't like it. I can't sit there with my thoughts. It's just not for me. And I get it. And for a long time, I have been able to say, you do you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. However, 
Here is why you need to get off the excuse wagon and start meditating right now. Many years ago, a study was conducted with groups of meditators, and they actually took meditative people or people who practice meditation, I don't know what the heck you call them, and they put them in big cities, in violent areas in big cities. And those individuals would meditate and meditate as a group. And the cool thing is the violence and criminal activity in those areas of those big cities dropped dramatically. So not only did the criminal rate drop, but the violent acts of crimes also went down dramatically. And that was just from people who were meditating. They weren't out teaching and preaching meditation. They weren't trying to get people in those communities to start meditating. They were simply meditating. And the the effects from that, it's called the Maharishi effect. I hope I'm saying that right. But check it out. There will be a link to some information on that in my show notes. But seriously, if you want to learn more about that, check that out. That is amazing. If you really think about it, there is something about meditation that is almost magical. I don't understand it. I don't pretend to know all of the science behind it. I simply know that it works. When you meditate in your home on a daily basis, the vibration and the energies of your home will be more calm. Try it figure it out, see if it works for you as well. And don't just try it once or twice and say yes or no. Do it over time and see how it, how it changes your entire environment. Now, in addition, there's also a loving kindness meditation. Again, they have done studies that has shown that that can reduce racial bias. It can reduce the biases that you have to other groups of people. If you do that with an intention and you set your intention to love people in this loving kindness meditation, I encourage you to check that out as well. Because during that meditation, you are giving loving kindness to yourself, you are giving it to your loved ones, and you are giving it to those who you have a struggle with. So I really encourage you to check out loving kindness meditation as well and look at what that can do for you. So even though we like to think of meditation as something that's a little bit foo-foo or way out there, I know it's becoming more mainstream, but there's still a lot of resistance to it. And guys, I'm telling you, it is time to get past that resistance and give it a shot. So what if it doesn't work, right? Like what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't contribute to the benefit. It doesn't help. But what if it does? What if it does? So I challenge you to use that And use this whole situation as a time to really try and do loving kindness meditation and see what it can do for you. And bottom line, if it changes your life, it will change all the things that are going on in society that you have the ability to influence. All right. The last thing I want to share with you today is something called the bystander effect. The bystander effect gets its name from people who are witnessing a crime or seeing someone who needs help. So they have seen someone in an accident or they they're seeing a crime that's committed or something like that. And they legitimately stand there. They don't take action. They don't help people. And it's really kind of an interesting phenomenon to study. So I also have a couple of links in the show notes to give you more information about that. If you're curious like me, one of the interesting things in the bystander effect 
is that when there are groups of people together, it is less likely that people will act. A lot of times people pass off that uh, responsibility onto others. So they aren't really taking accountability for the fact that every single one of us can take action and step in or cry out or provide some sort of assistance. And when there's a group of people, we're pushing that onto others like subconsciously. It's not intentionally. We're good people still. We just think that someone else is going to take care of it. Someone else will make the phone call to 911. And the first thing that you need to do to stop the bystander effect or make sure that it's not you being the bystander who's not taking action is don't expect others to act first. So rather than witnessing something and thinking that the person next to you will be the one who cries out or steps in or makes a phone call, you need to be the one to do it. So be aware of what's going on around you and take action. Now they found that individuals, if it's a single person or one or two people walking and they witness something, they are more inclined to help and not stand by because they recognize that the responsibility is on them, right? If you look around and there's nobody else, you know that you need to step in and help someone. But if there's a big crowd, you can just keep walking because someone else will take care of it. And what if nobody does? So during all of this chaos that we have going on right now, don't allow yourself to freeze and be the bystander. Intentionally pay attention to what is going on around you, even if it is conversations, even if you are the one to step in and say, that's actually not right, or let's not spread this hate and discontent. How can we see this differently? What if? Like, Start having those conversations. That's how you can make those changes in a small way with the groups in which you have influence over. What is going on around you and how can you take action so that you're able to not be the bystander that allows things to continue to go on the status quo the way they always have? Take action. Now, because you're here and because you continue to show up with me every single week, I know that you care. I know that you're one of the majority of people who want to see equality, who want to see kindness, who want to see all of the love that is out there in the world to continue to spread. And I just want to encourage you to remember that it begins with you. It starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with our community because we're here and this is what we want to see happen. And we can, we can influence the people around us, which will have a ripple effect. The more you spread kindness and love, the more it will pick up. So keep that in the forefront of your day right now. Keep that in your mind. And as you go about your day today, go forth with intention to be kind and to spread that loving kindness that you have because you can make more change than you realize. All right, my friend, I hope this is helpful for you. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. Please like and subscribe and I will be back next week.